Welcome to Living Water Radio. Character was defined by the speaker at the Eagle Scout Awards ceremony for one of the members of the church I served in San Dimas as, what we do when there is no reward for doing the right thing and no punishment for doing the wrong thing. Today, we're going to consider the character of our culture in these times and how we can be a transformative influence within it. My name is Pastor David Burkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a United Church of Christ slash Christian Church Disciples of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California and in San Dimas, California for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the 110 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. Sally and I celebrated our 37th wedding anniversary yesterday in typical pandemic fashion, low-key and at home. Our thanks to all who sent their greetings and congratulations. Things have certainly been interesting during the pandemic. Of course, there is a Chinese curse that goes, may you live in interesting times. And 2020 has certainly been interesting. I posted a meme yesterday that showed a panel with a deity-like figure holding a stone tablet with the words, love thy neighbor, written on it, and a group of people pushing each other away. In the second panel, the deity had written in another word so that the tablet said, love thy neighbor, challenge, and the same group was loving and hugging one another. Would the proclamation of Jesus be more successful if it was presented as a game, or a goal to be accomplished by us? Has social media, particularly in this pandemic, become a more real arena than reality itself? Will people not act upon God's call to live the good news of Jesus Christ, but will eagerly act in response to the latest fad? Is being up to the moment more important than being prepared for eternity? Has the community of social media become more real to us than reality itself? We're at a point where an increasing number of people live only in their own created reality rather than in the world as it is. What do you think about where we are today in terms of our worldview? Have we Christians become conformed to this world or transformed by the Holy Spirit? We're at a point in the coronavirus pandemic where L.A. may be moving down a level in the scale of readiness for reopening in California. Most states in our nation are experiencing spikes of coronavirus cases just as they are in Europe. There is talk of a second wave, of another round of shutdowns, and that things will only get worse as we move into flu season and the rain and cold and snow starts moving groups of people back indoors, unless those indoor activities are closed. And the backlash has already begun, with people calling for everyone but those currently believed to be at greatest risk to congregate, get sick, and establish a herd immunity as if we didn't live in an actual community of all kinds of real people, as if they were invulnerable to sickness and death, or as if they didn't care either way. How do we make a difference in a world where many people prefer a virtual world to a real one, where people think only about what is good for themselves, a world that is becoming more and more secular? 
That would be an odd question for most Christians today, and for almost all Christians throughout history. The long stretch of influence and peace for Christians in the United States and even in Europe is weirdly exceptional in world history. Jesus said in the very next words after the Beatitudes in the Sermon on the Mount in Matthew 5, beginning at the 13th verse, You are the salt of the earth, but if salt has lost its taste, how can its saltiness be restored? It is no longer good for anything, but is thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world. A city built on a hill cannot be hid. No one, after lighting a lamp, puts it under a bu- the bushel basket, but on the lampstand, and it gives light to all in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others, so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. And a few chapters later in the Gospel of Matthew, the 13th chapter, the 33rd verse, he told them another parable. The kingdom of heaven is like yeast that a woman took and mixed in with three measures of flour until all of it was leavened. We are the agents of the kingdom of God. We are small in and of ourselves, but we make a huge difference in what is around us, huge, salt and light and leaven, if we maintain our character. What is character but our true self, who we are when there is no reward for doing the right thing and no punishment for doing the wrong thing, just who we truly are in the power of the Holy Spirit, the streams of living water that shape and nourish us from within. Actually lived Christianity has been a minority among almost all of the nations and cultures of the world from its beginning. The world is constantly working to make over the church into its own image, to be more tolerant of other beliefs for the sake of cultural unity, to be more focused on contributing social services that supplement the culture's public policy and save it money, to be more docile, more entertaining, more like the world. I was watching the news on Channel 5 this morning where entertainment reporter Sam Rubin was interviewing an actress about a show she was in about a society where people take tests to find their soulmates, like online dating on steroids. He said that he was once on a flight with a senior executive from eHarmony who said, people basically want to date themselves. Sam Rubin and the actress agreed that that was a bad idea. Why would I want to date myself, the actress said. I'm with myself all day. Isn't that the temptation in all relationships? To try to make the other into someone just like myself? To have nowhere to grow? Nothing to argue about? Nothing to learn? Nowhere that iron sharpens iron? Isn't that what the world tries to do to the church? To make it into something just like itself? And doesn't the church suffer as a result? Paul wrote in his letter to the Romans, the 12th chapter, beginning at the first verse, I appeal to you, therefore, brothers and sisters, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your minds, so that you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. We don't want to make the world to be just like the church. God reigns through two kingdoms, this world and the church. We want this world to be just what God wants the world to be, a place that provides for the common good in a sinful world. 
And we want the church to be the church, a place that points to the living relationship with the living God for which human beings were created, who seek to make the world more like the already but not yet kingdom of God that will be brought to perfection only in the world to come. Now, when the Bible speaks of the world, it usually means the people who have not yet received a living faith, a living relationship with the one true living God. When we speak of this world, we generally mean the world that ministers outside the already but not yet kingdom of God, such as governments. We are called to be transformers of people and societies into what God has created them to be. Jesus didn't come to condemn the world, but that the world might be saved through him. That is our purpose, to be transformers in the world and in the church to be God's transformed and transforming agents of change to something more like what the world was and is intended to be. Today, let's remember to pray for truck drivers, food industry and food service workers, and all those who work to provide essential services at both great risk and great sacrifice for others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at therevsdavidandsally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune in to the worship services they have currently available and support the church financially so that it will be there when we come back to fully physically present worship together. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. Wear a mask when you're outside your home, practice social distancing, wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Stay home unless you are providing essential services or need them. Avoid crowds and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.